Do you have any exciting plans for us here? I guess not. I guess your plan <laughs> is to not uh, burn in a fire, which is probably <laughs> ideal. <laughs> yeah, but you know. Hey, where are you calling from? Uh, I'm calling from Colorado. I'm calling from Italy. You're in SoCal? Uh, NorCal. See, I'm dumb yeah. as shit. <laughs> <laughs> and wherever you are, welcome to Blonde Radio. Hi, I'm Brad. I live on the west coast of Canada. I'm pretty behind on my reading list, and I love a good game of online Uno between friends. And welcome to Blonde Radio, where every week I book calls with strangers from around the world. Today we'll talk to Roe, who's bringing his own moves to TikTok, Frederica, who switched up her life plans of being a flight attendant, and Jody, who has a unique connection with communication, from online friends to the USPS. But first... This week at Blonde Radio on Instagram, I gave you a prompt. What does the word home mean to you? Here's what you had to say. Hey, my name's Yvonne, and I'm from the U.S., specifically South Carolina. Home to me is a place where I feel like my passions can flourish, where I can grow as a person, and without judgment. Hi, my name is Chloe, and I'm calling in from my small hometown in New Jersey. To me, a home is any place that you can go to. It doesn't have to be your actual house. It doesn't even have to be a building. Anywhere that you can go to to feel safe, to feel welcomed, to feel comfortable, just to feel like you belong. When I think of a home, I can usually associate it with happy thoughts, loved ones, like family or friends, good memories that I've made at that place. And it just brings me joy to think about that place. Hi, I'm Xiao and I'm calling from Costa Rica. Home for me, it's a place where your heart and your soul feels you belong there. Home it doesn't have to be necessarily a place. It can also be someone or something that makes you feel in a special way. My name is Wyatt. I'm calling from Burnaby, BC. Home is a place where I can connect with friends and they accept me for who I am. I could go on calls with friends or people I don't know through Discord, Instagram, and other places. They may not know me, I don't know them, but they accept me for who I am and we can just talk back and forth. That's what home is to me. Thanks to everyone for submitting their responses and we'll hear more answers throughout today's show. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I got gotcha. you. Okay, I can hear you. Sweet. Are you? Is your connection okay? It's breaking up just a little bit. Mm, I'm in a basement. Maybe I'll go upstairs. Okay. Well, that'll that'll <laughs> yeah. get a little. That'll get a little better. Yeah. No worries. <sighs> okay. I'm good. We're good. We're all good. Okay. I, I enjoy right. the chaos. <laughs> Perfect. Sweet. Yeah. My whole life's a little chaosy, but uh, <laughs> it's fun. We're rolling with it. I'm Brad. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I'm Rowie. That's how you pronounce it. Like Zoe with an R. That's so sick. Rowie. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's an Israeli name. I don't even know how to pronounce my name. Like every <laughs> single person in my life says my name differently. But uh, for sure, I get, I just go with it. Like I kind of change it up every year. But this year <laughs> I'll, I'm going with Rowie, I guess. Hell yeah. I like before this interview, I like Googled pronunciations and there's like six different versions. I'm like, I'm, I'm so screwed. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. No, there's a lot. I appreciate you looking it up. That was that's nice. You know, my substitute teachers definitely don't do that. I think um, I think Rosie's probably my favorite. I've gotten Rosie. Oh, I don't interesting. Know where that's from. They thought maybe, you were missing know, maybe letters. Maybe that could be a nickname. Yeah. Some, in the future. <laughs> awesome. How's your day going? Um, it's good. A little confession. I did wake up around 30 minutes ago. Yo, I that's... spent the whole night watching The Office, which is a little cliche, <laughs> but I've never really watched before. Oh, like, I get first watch. And I got like sucked in. Listen, I'm on watch six and it, there's no pride in it. It's all shame. But like once you yeah. accept it, it's you're it's easy. It's just yeah. so good. That's what I was doing all night. W- where are you calling from? Uh, I'm com- calling from Colorado currently, but uh, uh-huh. I go to school in New York. Oh, um, interesting. NYU. Okay, so, so you're kind of all um, over. What's that about? I'm kind of all over, yeah. I'll be leaving in a few days, actually. So I'm spending my final days in... This is my hometown in Fort Ah, Colorado, I see, I see. But, Very uh, good. But I'm leaving soon. Sick. Well, um, awesome. I think just off the bat, kind of give me the pitch on you. Like, who are you? What do you do for people that, you know, may not be familiar with your work? I'd say my TikTok is probably music-based um, cinematic videos, mm-hmm. I guess. I kind of started it as a joke at New York because I was bored and I thought, you know, the 80s like vintage aesthetic would get me views. So I just started working on those. And then like over time, I kind of turned TikTok into like a creative outlet because I was trapped in my house and I really had no one to work with. So I was like, you know, I guess I'll work with myself. Um, And it was kind of just like a fun game to like see how much content I can get out of, you know, the one space I'm stuck in. So I just kind of kept making TikToks around my house. But uh, yeah, that's how it started. And when did videos in general start for you? Like I saw even on your YouTube channel, there's a few older videos. But was there stuff before that? Yeah. So I really started filming my junior year of high school. Mm -hmm. Uh, The summer of that year, I had these expensive uh, headphones that I like just thought I really didn't need. So I returned them at Best Buy and they didn't give me a, a money, my money back. So I was like, okay, I guess I have to buy something. <laughs> I bought a camera and I you know, decided, I was like, I'm going to learn how to use this. So me and my friend at the time, uh, we found a song that we really liked and kind of spent like two weeks just busting out this like, you know, cinematic music video. And then after that, I kind of realized like, whoa, this is cool to like have an image in my brain and let it come to fruition on screen was just something that I really haven't ever done before and found it so cool. Mm-hmm. I just kind of kept doing that. And then come senior year, when in America, at least they're like, okay, you have to go to college or you're going to you know, die. So I was like, okay, I got to figure out something that I want to do. I decided I would go into film. Mm -hmm. So that year I wrote a short film and it's awful. It's like such a, it's 10 minutes long. I don't know who would want to see a high school's 10 minute short. I made it. And um, when I was applying to colleges, I kind of did a long shot and applied for NYU. Luckily through all my hardship, I got in. And since then I've just been, yeah, making stuff. That's Um, awesome. But yeah, I got into NYU because of it. So and I'm sure like, yeah, in retrospect, like me too, the stuff that I made like years ago, I just cringed so much. But I'm sure like yeah. you learned so much through that process. Yeah, I mean, I definitely did. I think it was so extremely difficult for my short film, at least to do everything by myself. But I mean, still some of the shots in that short film I'm proud of. Mm-hmm. But I think the one thing that I learned through that and also going to NYU is that film isn't, you know, it, of course, there is an opportunity to be a solo creator. But I think where 
the career shines is that you can work with people and kind of mm. blend creative methods together. So when I went to NYU and I got to work on, I worked on two music videos that I directed. Working with other creative minds was such a shock to me. You know, you don't have to do everything by yourself. You can allocate and also it just makes for such a better product because there's so many different minds at work. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Film and arts is definitely maybe one of the few places where, you know, having more cooks in the kitchen can actually be super beneficial. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's what was so cool about TikTok. As I kind of gained more popularity, I got people, you know, like you and other, (laughs) uh, I'd say like film, filmy TikTokers Mm -hmm. to like message me. And just like seeing that there's other people who are kind of in the same boat as me that, you know, they're working by themselves, but they're just creating this like really cool content talking and kind of picking each other's brains was such a cool thing that I never really experienced on any other platform. Um, you know, there's so many different like sex, sex, yeah. S-E-C-T-S, I don't know, <laughs> of TikTok. And I think film TikTok is a small community, but a really strong one. Mm-hmm. It's just like really inspiring to see these people do the same thing that I am and talking to them and picking their brain. It was really awesome. It's so chill. Like your most recent video, when I saw that, four of those people in that video I've already interviewed, I was like, holy moly, like these are yeah. these are the people. <laughs> yeah, it was really exciting being able to work with them. I was like, I want to expose at least my community if they don't follow them to those mm-hmm. people. And as well as just like, you know, I gave them a song and I said, hey, make a five to 10 second video to this. Mm-hmm. And just the scale on which everyone went in different directions was like crazy. And you could definitely tell that, you know, their minds think differently, but it came together so well. Oh, art. We love it. Art. We love it. We love art. (laughs) Going through your bio and stuff, prepping for this, I picked up a couple things. Of course, you have Jewish prints in your bio. And then (laughs) as soon as I spotted the menorah, I was like, okay, what's going on? So does does religion play a part in your life at all? Um, yeah, I I guess at like base level, I'm not really like spiritually religious just because when I was a kid, I watched a lot of like science YouTube videos and I became such a pessimistic atheist. Right. But other than that, I think Judaism does play a big role in my life culturally. Like I love being Jewish and I love the holidays around it. And, you know, it helped me get into NYU because I kind of I have faced um, some hardships because of it, you know, um, bullying and stuff. But I think that Judaism just like gives me a home that I can go back to. It reminds me of my childhood of like going to synagogue and hanging out with everyone, singing songs and celebrating Hanukkah and all those things just kind of take me back to home. So I I really never want to lose that religion is kind of special to me in like a unique way where really spiritually it's not, but culturally it's a big part of my life. Totally. Very glad you found that. So sort of backtrack to your videos and something we may have spoken to a little bit. Your TikToks are so cinematic, incredible lighting, lots of great post editing going on. What inspired you to take that progression in your craft, even from like we were speaking to those like music videos you used to make? Uh, yeah. Like not saying those are bad or anything, but th- there's just like such a large jump in quality. I think it was really like I view TikTok as practice for me. You know, mm-hmm. I was on this quarantine break, like I'm going back to school soon. But I think for a little bit, it was just kind of a way for me to practice my editing skills and my shooting skills. But I think my brain really thinks in kind of 
a musical way that like none of my TikToks ever are created without a song in mind. Like mm-hmm. I kind of go around with my headphones on. That's why my headphones are in so many of my videos because <laughs> I'm just kind of listening to music. And when I see a song that kind of coexists with my surroundings and I could find, I, you know, I start to picture really cool shots is that that's when I start filming. Cause I feel like everyone in some ways creative and they just need to like express that in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it was these, you know, music TikToks, but I think without it, I would feel kind of, you know, depressed or in some way stuck because I wasn't really finding a way to like express myself. It's a good way to practice my skills, but in another way, it's a really good outlet for my creativity as well as just like making me happy and curing that kind of quarantine depression that I had. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad that you found this outlet. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, I want to thank you for taking time out of your day to speak with me, but in closing, I was wondering, what advice could you give to someone who's trying to advance their craft, art, or skills in like a meaningful way? Like, it it seems like you've really tapped into some sort of motivation there. Yeah, I think so. I get a lot of comments. People would message me. They're saying that my videos have inspired them to create, but they just feel stuck. Like when they go shooting, they just don't find that motivation. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just like, probably the biggest thing for me that like when people message me that they find my videos inspiring for them to create I would I every time I love to see their work because Mm -hmm. I just think whenever someone finds motivation to do something I think that's probably the most like important thing to have and I think the biggest thing is having high expectations but at the end of the day is just creating even though it might not come out the way you want and when you're filming things are definitely not going to come out the way you want and when you look at it you definitely will get discouraged but I think the biggest thing for me is I'll think of it as like a puzzle piece that like at the end there's always a picture I will be able to create it's just finding the ways the puzzle pieces fit at the end of the day you just got to think that there is a way that it will come out the way you want you just kind of have to work at it even when you feel discouraged pulling out the camera and doing something or, you know, pulling out your your paints or your pencils or your keyboard to create something. It's just like you just got to keep doing it, whether <laughs> you feel discouraged or not, um, to create, I guess. That's my. Yeah, that's it. Sorry. I like that. No, that's super good. Yeah. yeah. Nine times out of 10, like the stuff that I was unmotivated to do turned out way better than I thought it would. So that sounds about right. Yeah, because I think at the end of the day, you're going to pick it apart and you're going to hate it in some ways, but you're going to be happy that you made it. And then oh, I think absolutely. that's where people, a lot of people get stuck is that, you know, they'll be halfway through something and they just feel like there's no way of finishing this in a way that, that you will enjoy. But I think just finishing it is kind of the most important part of it. Totally. Have the intentions in the right place. Yeah. I love it. Um, hopefully, I don't know if this is so, if I stuttered so much that you will. Oh, no, 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 no. But... <laughs> this is very good. Don't, don't you worry. You know how much I adore your work and I'm always going to be supporting it for as long as you're on the app or for, honestly, for as long as the app exists. But uh... yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's been super lovely, Chayanne. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I I'm really grateful that you let me talk for just like <laughs> spewing out whatever I'm saying. Hey, we all need it. And uh, you're yeah. a pleasure to listen to. Roey, I, I wish you a lovely rest of your day. Sounds good. You too. Well, well I'll see you later. Then. Be in touch. Yeah, I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Ciao. 
Hi, my name is Jasmine. I'm calling from Lunenburg, Nova Scotia, and home to me is somewhere where I can create any kind of art, whether it be drawing, painting, or dance, because it allows me to express myself freely no matter where I am. That's the amazing thing that I love about art and dance is that anywhere you are, you can create something wonderful with barely anything. Hey, uh, my name is Pedro and I'm calling from Portugal slash London most of the year. Uh, it's complicated and so home for me is wherever I can be with the people I love and learn something new about myself and express it to the world. I think it's important to realize that time changes things and we change with them. But that feeling of being home will always be there as long as we know who we are and we can freely be that person around those we love. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, sounds good. I'm Brad, <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm Frederica, nice to meet you. Frederica? Yes. Awesome, lovely name. Um, cool. <laughs> Thank you. And where are you calling from? I'm calling from Italy. Italy, which is absolutely yeah. insane. First off the bat, just like give me sort of the story of you. Like, who are you? What do you do? And how did you get to where you are now? I know it's a pretty broad question, but... Okay, but I'm 26 years old and like for my entire life, I've worked so hard to become a flight attendant. And I became a flight attendant, to be honest. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. But um, I found out that being a flight attendant wasn't my thing that I wanted to do for my whole life. So I dropped the job and uh, I started to... Actually, I was already studying at university. Mm -hmm. I was studying languages. I'm still studying. Yeah, I, I love writing. I love poetry. I love literature. Like all those kind of things <laughs> that's very cool and is that sort of like the direction you want to take your future like to follow with writing? yeah yes i like to create things mm -hmm. and to put to write down my thoughts and my feelings mm -hmm. like sometimes i have too many things in my head and i need to write them down writing and traveling when i was working as a flight attendant you know i had the opportunity to talk with a lot of people People from different countries, how can I say that? I would like to share my experience to let other people know that they are not alone. I want to inspire people somehow. Yeah. And that's it. Like, I don't, I have, I've always felt I need to do something in my life that can have an impact on someone else. And that's it. That's what actually brought me to writing. Yeah, and I'm sure like working as a flight attendant, you know, you're coming in contact have, with so many yeah, of these perspectives and people from that maybe you would have never crossed paths with. Exactly. People from different ages, different backgrounds, and it opens your mind a lot. Yeah, that's beautiful. When did writing like first start? Was that something you always had growing up or something you discovered later yeah. in life? No, I've always actually loved to write, but I never thought that it could become a job so it is still I still do it as an hobby but I would like that to become my main job right what do you think it is because I feel like everyone has this personal battle inside them doing like the thing they love versus the thing they can kind of survive on why are you like hesitant to go all in on writing 
Oh. <laughs> I know it's a big question. <laughs> yeah. The things that keeps me going on is definitely that it makes me feel good mm-hmm. and satisfied. And, um, you know, when I'm laying in my bed at night, I know that I did my best and that uh, I don't regret what uh, I did. You know, something that makes me feel proud, uh, something that I have to do. Because it sounds, and are these the things that like writing gives you that nothing else really does? Yeah, it like, it pushed me through, I would say like my limits because mm-hmm. I've always been that kind of girl, like very shy, very intimidated by the world. I was always afraid to share my opinions and my point of view. But when I write, I can put down into words what's going on. Mm-hmm. And how I see the world, you know, hopefully there is someone else out there who can think the same as I do. Totally. And that's so empowering to like sort of yeah. put that out into the world. I was going through your feeds and stuff and mm-hmm. I can see, I'm not sure if it's as, if it one influences the other, but like being a flight attendant and your it looks like your desire for travel like you've been all over oh, yeah yeah I, uh, okay well i travel a lot around europe mostly oh. europe i love learning languages and i love learning uh, new cultures and new you know i want to discover more about the world i want to see as many places as i can possibly can of course totally that's super beautiful well i want to thank you for taking time out of your day to speak with me. And I was wondering, what advice could you give someone who's trying to confront that thing inside of them that they're maybe holding back on? For you, it sounds like it was maybe writing Mm -hmm. that you kind of had more on the side for a while. What advice could you give to someone to bring that side thing to the front? Actually, there is a, I love quotes, and there is a quote that I really like, and it says, create yourself. Uh, It is really simple, but every single day you can make new changes in your life. You can create new habits. You can learn something new. You can reinvent yourself. Mm -hmm. And you can always, you know, push yourself to the limit and conquer your fear. That's what, uh, don't be afraid of of living, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just keep going. I love that. Yeah, every single day is an opportunity. Exactly, to create (laughs) <laughs> and to make you closer to where you want to be and who you want to be. Because, yeah, I, I feel like maybe that's the misconception a lot of people think about. It's like, well, I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and be a, an artist or a writer or whatever. And it's like, exactly. no, it's it's a journey. It's a process. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Each step is important to, you know, bring you closer mm-hmm. to where you want to be. Hell yeah. That's very beautiful. Thank you. Um, Thank you. <laughs> Well, I do. I want to thank you again for being very open and honest with our conversation and sharing. Sorry, I was a bit nervous, but thank you. (laughs) No, you were fantastic. (laughs) Cool. I will speak to you later. I'll be in touch. I wish you a a lovely rest of your day. You too. Have a nice day. (laughs) Ciao. Thank you. Bye-bye. Ciao. Hi, I'm Boris and I'm calling from Moscow. And for me, home is the person with who you can be yourself. Hi Blonde Radio, I'm Yasemin and I'm tuning in from Istanbul, Turkey. Home to me is where you feel safe with people that welcome you as who you are. It's a place where freedom of choice and expression of opinion is a natural given. 
Every one of us, either knowingly or subconsciously, are in search of this so-called home. And I believe that once it's found, only then we can reach the inner peace of mind. Hello? Hello? Oh, there Hi. we go. <laughs> Perfect. Um, also for this, do you want to go by Turtle or Jody? Oh, just call me Jody. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that. You know. Well, Jody, thank you for joining. Of course, uh, thank you for having me. And this is um, uh, calling you Jody. It feels like I'm talking to a different person, which is kind of. Oh fun. yeah. I mean, Turtle is a name. Why do you use? Why do you go by Turtle on the Discord server? <laughs> oh, um, well, I like going by nicknames a lot. Mm-hmm. Like being ca- called something different, I think it's fun. Uh, one time I was talking to a friend and she told me, oh, you know, you're kind of slow, like a turtle. <laughs> like <laughs> turtles are cute too, so <laughs> nothing like offensive or harmful. Just like, right. you know, it's just like a thing between friends and it just stuck to me kind of. I think it worked mm-hmm. out. Uh, how's your day going? Oh, yeah, well, it's going. Uh, <laughs> I woke up earlier and I was just like, oh, shit. Uh, yeah, because you're kind of in a crisis there and, and you're in SoCal? Uh, NorCal. Ah, uh, see, I'm dumb yeah. as shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we're okay. I don't see fire. I don't see anything. We're good. Fingers crossed. Um, yes. Well, I guess... <laughs> this is so this is so different. I feel like you know all my questions already. I have no idea <laughs> going into this blind. Very good. Well, of course, I guess we'll start out. Tell us the history of Jody, who you are, how you got here, whatever you're comfortable with. Uh I'm Jody. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, what am I? Well, I am a college student in California studying uh early childhood education. Mm-hmm. Uh that's one of my greatest passions, I think. What do I do? I really like sewing and painting and just making things right. and being able to see the results of what I make. Also, mail. I just love mail. You're yeah. a huge USPS. fan of the USPS, yes. yes. <laughs> it is known. It is um, your calling card, per se. <laughs> yeah. And this is a little different because I feel like I've gotten to know you a little bit through the server. Yeah. Uh, a little bit, a lot of it in some ways, in some yeah. ways not. <laughs> But you've shared parts of your story as far as like, and something I found really interesting was initially, I wouldn't call you shy, but you were maybe a bit more reserved in the server. Oh, for sure. And yeah. you've really just sort of come to the forefront and you're like nearing mascot levels of everyone is like turtle, turtle, turtle. <laughs> Where's she at? But you mentioned kind of this period in school that was maybe a little different than what most kids experience or go through what was that kind of battle and struggle like so i had this um really severe anxiety disorder it's Mm -hmm. called selective mutism and it's not very well known not many studies are available on it basically what it is it's anxiety induced mutism where like your vocal cords kind of like freeze up when you get into certain situations and it's not really in your control. So I was like, for me specifically, I couldn't talk at school. It just made me so nervous. I could never do it. Just like growing up through elementary, middle school, and even high school. There were also family members I couldn't speak to on and off. Like there were some I talked to before and then I stopped and then I started talking to them again. Mm -hmm. And it's just been like really crazy. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But um, 
I mean, you're here now. Like, it sounds like at some point there was something that helped you move through that. Yeah, um, for me, I think because of this elective mutism, school was a lot harder. I felt like very isolated from my classmates and that was a huge stressor for me. And I think that pushed me further into it. But in my sophomore year of high school, I got into this independent study program where basically I stayed home every day and I only went to school like once a week. And I think that really helped because it removed a lot of my stressors. Like slowly, I started talking to strangers first and then now I can talk to, like, anyone I meet, mm-hmm. with the exception of a few people. <laughs> totally fair. <laughs> That's so cool, though, that you were able to, you know, kind of move through that. Well, yeah, tell me about your future career goals and plans. Oh, yeah. So, like, I know I just said, like, school really sucked for me. But yeah. <laughs> I do love school, and I do love learning. And I think that my experiences have really made me believe that, oh, you don't really hate school. You just hate the environment that you're in and I kind of want to like get into that maybe as like a teacher or something like just like a staff someone who works at school and who could be like a safe space for the people there the students there the kids right you know maybe help a few kids out that way the help I got from a few teachers in my high school years that also really helped me and inspired me yeah because that was kind of my follow-up is like how much mm-hmm. of that future career goals and stuff is tied to your experience growing up do you think you'd be pursuing the same goals if you hadn't had those hardships oh I'm really not sure I can't really (laughs) imagine my life having not experienced that right really it's just like a huge part of my life but I still do love learning naturally I maybe probably would have still considered a future in this field regardless uh you mentioned early on that you had joined Mm -hmm. servers in the past I have. Have you been one usually to be drawn to online communities? Oh, yeah, always. Like, (laughs) starting out with, like, playing games as a kid. Like, Club Penguin, you know? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Eventually, that, like, that transferred on to, like, meeting people on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Discord. And Mm -hmm. now it's just, like, internet friends are just as important to me as in-real-life friends. Yeah. Do you think there's, I don't know, I've been, do you think there's Mm -hmm. transferable skills between... You know, making friends online and friends in real life, a little bit feels like they're two separate worlds that usually don't mix. Like, what's your opinion? Uh, mm, I think people are still people, even online. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've learned a lot from, like, meeting people online, like, especially with uh, talking to people, um, with friends I've made. I've learned how to, like, hold conversations because it wasn't something I could do before. Like, right now, what we're doing right now, I couldn't have imagined this before. And I used to have a lot of calls with other groups of friends I've been. And that's really just, like, over time helped me to get to this point. Eventually, a lot of my um, conversational skills got to the point where I can talk in interviews, too for like jobs and stuff I think that's really helped me that's super exciting too yeah um, and yeah just like tell me a little bit about the USPS and <laughs> because that is oh, so God. important you don't know how much I love I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> my earliest memory was like me like a little baby turtle Jody <laughs> sitting on the front porch of a house just waiting for the mailman to come and I didn't tell my dad I was out in the front so he's like freaking out he's like uh where is she I used to walk home every day um 
in high school in my junior senior years I think mm -hmm. and uh, the time I'd get home on a normal school day would be when the mailman is delivering all our mail mm -hmm. I just love seeing him he's really cool <laughs> I haven't seen him in a while since I moved but like thank you Mr. Mailman it's um it's almost poetic how communication has been sort of this big thing and a struggle and a triumph in your life and then also you love the mail like it just seems <laughs> um everyone has their own way of communicating and getting their own message out there and i found my way mm -hmm. you know and that was really special to me and i think that's why i also was drawn to like usps and you know internet friendships because those are other ways of communicating that are also you know unique in their own ways and they are valid forms of communication that mm -hmm. you know they aren't the same as speaking to people in real life but they're just you can have just really special conversations and they all have their own meanings to them sometimes even like um equally as important <laughs> and then like important almost in different ways because it's like yeah god like i love my irls <laughs> like my friends i have in real life but um, yeah it's a different connection when you know you can kind of hit up an online pal whenever because that's just like the ecosystem you exist in for sure I know that there are like other delivery services like <laughs> UPS and FedEx and Amazon has its own little thing going on. But like USPS specifically, because it's really there for the people, you know, it's public. It's they go hard. They are they there do. for everyone. They They're deliver the for everyone. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's just not the same as the other private ones. Mm hmm. That's also really cool because it's so accessible and so affordable. Mm -hmm. It I feels like it. one of the last bastions of like, because especially in North America, privatization, mm -hmm. capitalism, for profit. <laughs> these are kind of terms that uh, make up a lot of people's mindset and worldview. But like what you're speaking to, it's like, yeah, it's this public. It's for the people. It's, you know. Yeah, definitely. A community matters a lot to me, and USPS is what connects all the different communities all around the country, oh, in America, the US. That's so sweet. Yes. <laughs> sweet. Well, Jody, I want to thank yes. you for taking time out of your day to speak with me. Of uh, course. <laughs> in closing, I was wondering, yes. what advice yeah. could you give to someone to overcome these sort of social and community barriers they may have in their life? What would you say to them if you could speak to them? <laughs> Oh, wow. That's, <laughs> I think it's really hard to meet people, like to actually like have a connection, like form a connection with them. Mm -hmm. That's something you really have to build up and put effort into. I can't just say put yourself out there because it isn't easy for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. It really isn't. You just need to take your time, take things on your own time. You need to be ready for these kinds of things, really. Take breaks, a lot of breaks. You'll find your people. That's really beautiful. And I like that. You have to work on yourself and build yourself up. Yeah. I think sometimes, and especially I feel like I've probably been in this mindset in the past. Why isn't it just happening? <laughs> like, hey, yeah. why don't I just have like, friends? That's not fair. But like I was doing yeah. no work. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, I have to put effort into this? Effort? I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's so true. Definitely. Um Again, thank you for being open and honest in our conversation. Thank you for having me. I'm really happy I got to do this. It's for me is a 
huge step. I've never really done like public speaking. <laughs> hey, that's so cool. Yeah, this is huge for me. Thank you so much. But uh, it wasn't, you didn't just wake up and this happened. It was little steps to get here. Yeah, it's taken me years to get here. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. I'm really proud of how far I've come. Hell yeah. So sick. Cool. Yes. Well, um, I will definitely, I'll talk to you later. But um, I'll talk to you later. Yes. Yeah. Ciao. All right. See ya. <laughs> Special thanks to Roey, Frederica, and Jody for making this episode possible, as well as everyone who submitted a response online. Intro music provided by Wafy, that's W-A-Y-F-I-E, and accompanying tracks by Low Boil, that's L-O-B-O-I-L, who can both be found on all major streaming platforms. I'll see you soon, and thanks for tuning in to Blonde Radio.